Let's go. Welcome to the Militant Grind Podcast. In this episode, we're excited to introduce Bilal Al-Takridi, a man whose journey from Iraq to Dubai is a story of discipline, transformation, and personal development. Bilal's venture into fitness began four to five years ago, evolving from a quest for physical excellence into a deeper passion for overall personal growth. Bilal brings a unique perspective on the pitfalls of mediocrity and underachievement. He believes the real challenge people face is rooted in their mindset, how they think, perceive, and react to life situations rather than the circumstances themselves. Today, we delve into Bilal's insights on breaking free from the bounds of average thinking and embracing a life of purpose and high achievement. Join us as we explore how shifting one's mindset can be the key to unlocking extraordinary potential. Bilal, how are you doing today, sir? I am doing fantastic. How about you, Sherman? Good, good, man. How's life in Dubai? Life is good, man. The weather is now absolutely amazing. I hope you can join. You can maybe visit us sometime. Yeah, man. Last time I was there was 2017 in, uh, I think, August, September. And it was pretty hot, you know. <laughs> oh, of course, August, September. But now and moving forward all the way to like April or so, it's like amazing. Oh, great, great, man. So um, I wanted to uh, dive deeper into your story. So I know you're from Iraq. I have some friends from Iran and Iraq. And I know like while they were living in some of those countries, they went through a lot of trauma, you know, because of the wars, you know, yeah. famine, everything like that. So I want to talk about how you grew up and how it was for you while you were living in Iraq. Yeah, so what I remember like my very first glimpses of life, it was a simple life. I am born in Baghdad. Um and back in the days when I was born in 1999, <clears throat> Iraq was in a really bad situation because of the siege on um, on Iraq and then after that started the war. I was 3 years old when when Iraq was invaded. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I remember a lot of bad scenes and a lot, and I remember a lot of sad stories as a child, we left Iraq, um, about 2006 or so, um, we left to the United Arab Emirates, which is here. And then mm-hmm. after Iraq got better, we got back and then kind of back and forth, but long story short, now I'm here. Um, I just moved here because yeah, my childhood when I was six and seven years old, I lived here and I liked it and I prefer to live here generally for the self-development journey, you know, because when you're in Iraq, it's like, yeah, you can you can do a lot of things, but it's different than when when you live in Dubai. Hmm. And what is the what is the difference between um, Iraq and Dubai for you? Uh, what do you mainly see? Well, there is a lot of opportunities here that you don't see in Iraq. Iraq, you know, has gone through a lot of wars that made that made it really like low level. Like you can live, you can eat, you can drink, but that's kind of it. Like you, you know, you mm. want to start a business, it's really hard. That nobody will support you. Um, the government will, will not support you. You you're at high risk. If you grow your business, you, someone will come and 
probably, you know, one of those who like dominate, they mm -hmm. may just steal your money or something. So a lot of really bad things because of the wars in Iraq, unfortunately. Now it's kind of recovering. We can see that, which I'm really hopeful about. And I wish, I wish Iraq can get to, to a level that, you know, the level that Dubai in. Dubai, on the other hand, you can develop yourself. You will see like-minded people, you know, entrepreneurs, fitness influencers, and generally people who have this mindset of like success and trying mm -hmm. to achieve more. And Dubai is kind of the perfect environment for such an environment, for such a mindset. So that's why. Right. Oh, man, that sounds amazing, man. And, you know, one thing I have noticed about Dubai when I went out there is that it is an international city. Like there's people from all over the world you know, Europe, Asia, Africa, like the city, like even the United States, you know, people from all over come to Dubai to live, Absolutely. you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All over the place, you know, about 200 plus identities and nationalities um, live in the United Arab Emirates and everybody's equal. Everybody mm -hmm. loves each other. You know, that's the cool thing about it. Yeah, man. One, I mean, I would love to live out there. If I could figure out a way to survive out there, I will definitely move, you know, because the way the United States is going, I don't know. <laughs> man, you can let me know, by the way, if you need any help, like I can I can really set things up for you and help you out because I have connections here. So, OK. All right. Yeah, we could talk after for sure. For sure, man. Yeah. So um, so basically, I see that, you know, growing up, life was kind of well, it was hard for you. anybody that could that has to get uprooted and leave their home and go live somewhere else and learn a new way of life. I mean, you didn't have to learn a new language at least, you know, so that's good. Right. But you had to, or did you? I, I, I learned. So Dubai, I don't know if you know anything about Dubai, but Dubai's first practical language is actually English, not Arabic. Um, I speak Arabic fluently and I'm, and I, I have a benefit obviously being in Dubai and I speak Arabic. However, if you don't speak Arabic and you come to live in Dubai, you're absolutely fine because the main language that is used between people who come to Dubai to live mm -hmm. is English. So mm -hmm. you will have connections with other entrepreneurs, other you know fitness people like you, like-minded people who came from the UK, who came from another country. And all of them, the one language that um, they have in common is English, and that's why English is the most popular and the most used in Dubai. But yes, obviously the main uh, the main language is Arabic, and that's why I have a slight advantage. But there is no, there's nothing like you will not face any challenges if you only speak English. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, I did notice that myself. It was pretty easy to get by versus when I went to China and uh, France. That oh, was yeah, that course. was horrible for me man like especially china because i i absolutely knew no chinese at all so it was pretty bad <laughs> chinese is hard man i i don't think i'll ever learn chinese my entire life <laughs> yeah it's like that was that was way too like i understood once i was there like ni hao means hi and you know <laughs> that was probably about it you know but i feel like the only way for you to learn certain languages is to actually like live there for a while Oh yeah, the people, and that's the best way to learn because you could, you know, you could observe, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So transitioning from Iraq to Dubai, how was your mindset then? Like, was there like basically? I'm trying to 
cultivate like how you went from where you were to where you are now and how you basically like shifted your mindset to be someone that's into personal growth, fitness, etc. Yeah, so it's not something that started in Dubai. It is something that started with me since I was a kid. Uh-huh. You know, if you if you're born in the Middle Eastern family, most mm. of the time they will want you to be the best student in your class. The right. best, you know, my son is the best. Everybody wants their son to be the best. And it's like everybody in the world, but especially, you know, those kind of families from like Iraq, the, those countries, mm-hmm. they really emphasize on school and your grades and stuff. So I grew up with this and I basically, my main endeavor when I was a kid and going through school was to be as successful as possible in school. Mm-hmm. So and I got that and I and I was one of the top students all the time. So this mindset of trying to be the best at school, you know, as I grow up, I I realized that you know, and the internet opened our minds, which is really like an amazing gift that we have right now. The internet, like you see people that are like not in school, but they do great in life. So this opened my my mind to like the depth of life behind school. It's not all about school. Mm-hmm. And, and then I started applying my discipline, which I've learned in school, in life. So I took it to the mindset level. I took it to the fitness level. And I started basically my self-development journey, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still working on. And this is why, you know, eventually I decided to move to Dubai because Dubai's opportunities are bigger than Iraq. And this serves me as someone who wants to achieve, you know, my best version. Right. Self, so oh man that's amazing that's amazing and so how how was it for you um actually getting into fitness or did you grow up like a chubby kid oh. or skinny kid or what oh yeah i was skinny as heck <laughs> and <laughs> i don't know my metabolism is freaky so mm-hmm. i was skinny i you know i was at college in actually you know kind of the last years of high school first years of college, Mm -hmm. that's when I kind of got into fitness. Because when you grow up as a man, like you start, you want to become better. I know there's this kind of, there's this kind of drive in you where Mm -hmm. you feel like you want to be the best guy in the room. If there's like two men, you want to be, you you don't hate on the other men, but it's just, it feels better if you're like stronger, smarter, Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. confident, you know? Mm -hmm. And I want it to look cool. I honestly wanted, didn't want to look skinny. I wanted to look cool. So I started basically at home every now and then. I just, I got, I get really excited. I grab my, my school bags and I put all my books in them and I just lift mm-hmm. and I grew biceps this way. And I really liked the, the results. So it was kind of, a, you know, encouraging. So mm-hmm. I started then working on other parts of my body. And, you know, like one of the cool, cool things I remember back when I started, I, by the way, no coach, nothing. It's me, my bag, my books, that's it. So I, I was, I had, you know, the back, the rear delts, they were tiny. I was like, always like this. And it's really, it looked tiny. I needed to make it bigger. So I started basically doing grows. I've never seen rows before. I started just, you know, I grabbed my bag and I was like, let me invent some kind of exercise that can make these work and make them really go 
you know, like work, make them work so that so that they get bigger. Yeah. And, and I started doing grow, rows without me knowing that this is actually an exercise out there that is, you know, everybody uses it. So I was just with, with a bag, I just bring a chair, put my elbow in a chair and then, you know, just lift my bag like this. Mm-hmm. And I grew really cool um, rear delts. And then as I go like to gyms and stuff, I realized that everybody does this exercise <laughs> and it's actually something to be learned, but I invented it um, for myself. So yeah, this is really how it started. I just wanted to look cool. And then, you know, like it's addictive. When you start something in the self-development journey, whatever it is, mm-hmm. when you get one result, you want more. Right. And then you go, the, so it's kind of like, it drags you, it keeps dragging you. So I look at myself in the mirror. I like what I'm seeing. It mm-hmm. motivates me. I go and I do more. Mm-hmm. I, sometimes I do a second workout in a day just because I saw some nice results. And, it, you know, in the long term, when I, when I think about it, like back in the days, I used to, you know, after, after a workout when, I'm, when my muscles are in a pump and they look big, even though I was really skinny, I was like, if only this is my actual physique without a pump, I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now I'm looking back like I was, my pump was tiny and now it's, it's much bigger, but I still want more. Mm-hmm. I would, I'm not content with the results that I have right now. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, fitness wise. And it's also like, you know, financial status and everything, everything like the self-development journey, it takes you, it makes you addicted. And this is this is like the best addiction you should kind of start, you know, trying to put your your like soul into because what else is there in life? You right. will get addicted to something eventually. Right. You know, a lot of people, this is a sad story. This is the sad reality. Like they get dragged down to the bad habits and the bad addictions, the negative things, the drugs, the porn, the alcohol, the movies, the bad friends. And a lot of people don't realize that there's the second kind of addiction that is only for the top tier people. Mm-hmm. And this is the coolest addiction because you get better and then you want to get even better. And then you get be- even better and you want even better. And it's just just a matter of daily happiness, beautiful feeling of, you know, you know, kind of integrated with your discipline. So it is the right addiction to get into. And that's that's why I'm basically living the life I'm living. I'm always, you know, trying to push forward. I'm always trying to get better. I look at myself right now as someone who did not achieve the best physique in life. And, you know, I, I do feel like I'm better than a lot of people, but like it's nowhere, it's nowhere as like my best version of self. And mm-hmm. this is the same as my like mindset. I have a lot of, you know, nowadays, like when I live my life different than like 10 years ago, for example, now I'm always content. I'm always happy. No matter what happens to me, I don't let this affect my, my days in my life. So, but I still feel like there's more to be learned and there's more, there's more that I can do. So this kind of self-development journey, this self-development road or route, it addicts you and it makes you want more. Every time you get a result, you want to kind of push even further yeah so yeah yeah and i definitely see that because you know as you see me i got books right there i got medals you know i'm not sure if it looks like i work out to you but i definitely work out but then it's like you just want to push yourself 
and do more and more and more. And then once you think you got it, it's like, nah, man, it's still more to be done. It's like a continuous journey. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. You know, it's, but, it's but it ending. gets scary. You but it, it gets scary? scary in the fitness in the fitness arena. It gets a little scary because you you see some every now and then you see some kind of you know like fitness influencer or someone mm -hmm. who's like Mr. Olympia for three times, right. who because of like a strict diet of cutting and working out super hard, which is what most of us eventually are going to like we want less fat and and more muscle right taking it to the extreme can really mm -hmm. wreck you know this yeah, is the, this is the yeah. wrong thing yeah so yeah. it's scary a little bit when you look at it like in the long run this is probably something we just should stay away from yeah and you know just to just to be all the way honest because i had a um a master fitness trainer on my show and he said that a lot of times you know those guys are doing performance enhancing drugs you know and they're they're doing oh, yeah. things to make themselves look like that. But naturally, the human body has, a, you know, a, a, a portion of fat. You know what I mean? Like, say, if you were to go on stage right now, you would probably look, not no offense, though, but just to be honest, I would look, let me just use me. I would look terrible. But then if I go, like, somewhere in the city, somebody will be like, wow, you're in great shape. But yeah, Mr. Olympia shape, I am horrible. You know what I mean? But that's like, that's a whole different lane. Like say for me, right. And I thought about this, um, looking at you cause I could see your biceps and all that. So when I was in Dubai, the people were calling me like a bodybuilder, you know, like, Hey, Mr. Bodybuilder. Hey. And to me, I'm not even that big, but compared to the people in Dubai, I'm a pretty big person. You know, when I went to China, man, I was probably the most muscular person I've seen there. You know what I mean? But then if you come to California, if you go to Venice Beach, you exactly. know, it's a little different. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. it's like perspective is everything because I'm sure out there you got people all over you like, hey, man, you work out. Hey, yeah. builder. Hey. But then if you come out here to like, you know, the gold gym in Venice Beach, they'll probably look at you like, ah, he's all right. <laughs> yeah. You know you, yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Those who put you know in their bodies some things to make to enhance them obviously you know that's the reason why they get like in the in that dangerous state and mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of perspective but but then this ties into you know our viewers he's like here like you should understand that you you want to become better like life is com competition right. like if you see me and i see you and you you feel like i'm better than you don't let this pass don't let this just be another thing you see like the things you see every day and then you go back to bed no this mm. is the mindset we're trying to still there's only one reason why we're doing this podcast it's because of this we want to teach everybody who's listening to us like right. understand that you should always strive and and look for becoming better trying to be try to always become better don't right. let someone who you see every day so so for example one of my bad habits back in the days was I would just sit on TV. It's just just because I, I'm raised this way. You know, there's a TV, you got to just sit. But mm -hmm. then I realized that every day you wake up, you have only limited amounts of energy of and focus that you really, it's really hard to exceed. Like right. you're given every single day when you wake up, specific amounts of energy and focus. I saw people that understand this 
and use this to become absolutely beasts, like the best version of themselves. And, you know, so they, they cut the TV, they cut, the you know, all the distractions, and they only focus on how do I get better? How do I make more money? How do I become, you know, stronger? How do I become healthier? How do I build a better relationship, better family, better, 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 and everything? And so I was like, heck, I'm wasting my time. Mm -hmm. And every day that comes, goes and never comes back. And I'm sitting on TV, the most low level, you know, the most low level thing you can spend your time on. Because they, TV is basically anyone coming on. You don't know what's going to be, you know, shown to you. Right. But you're accepting that. You're right. spending your energy to that. You're spending your focus to that anyway. And, and, and the result of this is what? A fat person, a weak person, a distracted person, a person who is unhealthy and poor and all these bad things. So I cut TV. I cut all distractions of my life. Once I saw people, you know, doing that. So like remove when you see someone who's better than you, don't let it pass. Mm -hmm. if, you, if only you keep going this route. If every time you see someone who's better than you, you try to become like them or better, right. you will just, in, in two years, like you will get to a level that is impressive, impressive to you right now. So mm -hmm. this is the mindset we're trying to instill. And, and when you have this mindset in your mind, everything will get better. You will get richer. Right. You will get happier. You will get healthier. People who look at you will respect you. And it manifested, like you, like you just said, um, Sherman, like when you went to Dubai, people saw you, they were like, whoa, nice body, right? It, right. it started to manifest. Those things start to manifest. You just start doing them and, they, and then they affect you. And then your life is better and people respect you and they find you impressive just right. because of these daily things that you do daily. So right. yeah, this is the mindset we're trying to teach here. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man, it is. It is amazing, though, because I often tell people, I'm like, look, you could either binge watch Netflix or you could be in the gym. You could binge watch, you know, whatever you want to watch, because because, you know, that's the thing going on. Like, hey, what shows are are you guys watching on TV or hey, oh what are you guys God. doing with this and that? It's like we could Imagine. always find time to improve ourselves to be greater, you know, and it's, and it's a lot of stuff that I personally do not do. That some people look at me like, man, you're you're no fun. Like you don't go out, you don't have drinks, you don't go to clubs. Cut you don't them go. Out. Man, I went to I went to um a party, well a club one time. It was on a Monday, a karaoke night, right? And as soon as I got home, my kids were awake for some yeah. reason. Like they heard me come in, and so I I just like slept in their bed with them. You know, kind of near. I was like, okay, I'm gonna just sleep in here with my kids. And the next thing you know. In like two hours, it was like time for them to get ready to go to school. And I had to get them ready. I had to do, I was like, man, I was exhausted. I was like, I, I haven't been since, you know, because it costed me too much to be able to, to, to do something like that. And you know? it's not worth like the, it. Yeah. So it wasn't worth it at the end of the day. Like I had a great time. Trust me. I had fun. My brother came, my friends I grew up with, it was fun. But then the aftermath of that, I was like, oh, my God, I don't think I could do this no more. Exactly. You and know? this is what people now should understand. Like like what, like what Sherman said, you always have two choices. Like at any given moment, 
throughout mm-hmm. your 24 hours of every single day you're living on earth you have two choices a choice of become of achieving that what that who you want to become right or a choice of pleasure instant pleasure right, right. so sherman when he went to the club it was instant pleasure of like hey you know meeting friends and stuff but then he when he did the aftermath it's like not worth it and <laughs> had he done something you know that is better for his family for his you know best version of, of self that would have served him better yeah. so at any given moment we need to realize that we have two choices so i always tell tell people this just to wake them up because i personally think that most people are are like deluded and they're asleep because mm-hmm. of the tv and the media and the things that they put in their mind so mm-hmm. just close your eyes and think of what's the best thing that could ha- could happen in your life mm-hmm. and most people it's it's a financial thing or something but a lot of others they they would love to have a better relationship a better wife a better husband you mm-hmm. know and then th- some others would just go like if i can do this and just be in shape or something right doesn't matter what it is just close your eyes and just try to list the things that you really want out of life and that you could, if you can just do this and achieve, you would just list them in your mind and then open your eyes and like, okay, what can I do right now? Right. As opposed to my waste of time watching TV, what can I do right now to get to that goal? What mm-hmm. can I do to get richer? What can I do to get stronger? What can I do to get healthier? Mm-hmm. How can I have a better relationship those things are what should occupy your mind 24-7 because there's people that are lethal doing these things. Every single moment, they're nonstop becoming better and you're right. just sitting. So they're right. passing by you and they're going to the top in life. Don't let this just just not affect you. Don't let this just not move you. You mm. know, I get to points in life where I can't sleep. I really cannot like... Uh, when I think of people that are better than me and I'm s- still not in their level, I can't sleep. I go like, what did they do right that I did wrong? You know, mm-hmm. um, I turned 24 a couple of months ago. I was panicking. I swear. I, I uh, you know, I rented a oh, Lambo. Yeah, 24 is crazy. But but <laughs> yeah, but but my point is, uh, so so then have perspective. Those people who are watching us, if you're, if you're over 24, like, in my opinion, 24 times 3 is like 72 or something. That's that's really ridiculous. That means I'm old already. So, yeah, but my point is here, like, when I turned, I, I started panicking because I feel like m- my, my youth is kind of going away and I didn't achieve every single thing I really want out of life. So, in my opinion, I want to achieve everything I can achieve while I'm young. You know, mm-hmm. to just live the best life possible. Because Sherman, how many lives are we living on Earth? Like you see people just for you know out of nowhere, someone that you ha- love and you respect, and then they die out of nowhere right. because of a car accident or something. They yeah. didn't achieve what they wanted to achieve out of life. So it's that urgency. It's that urgency that should be instilled in all of us to basically achieve our best versions. And always remember, like. You only have you always have these two choices, two options. You either work on that better version of you, or you go that instant pleasure route where you watch TV, you yeah. know, movies, friends, which which is basically the clutter of life and what you really should cut out because 
you only have one one life on earth come on right right yeah man it's crazy that you say that because i know a lot of people that died um you know but i say since 2020 i went through man like golly six funerals right and some of the people died before they achieved anything that they wanted to achieve it's like it sounds i tell people all the time it sounds good to live until you're 80 but we have no idea when we're gonna go so it's like there's always a sense of urgency to get things done like say with me with militant grind people are like wow man you're moving at a record pace things are in motion uh you're doing this you're doing that and i'm like man i don't know when i'm gonna leave this earth i don't we really don't have time we like time is so precious and so valuable that i like i tend to appreciate anybody that will give up any time for me you know man see if it's just out of love like if someone spends an hour with you two hours a day a couple days couple years that is time that they will never get back. That is the most valuable currency that we have. Exactly. You know? That's and we, the, and we have that's we, the and most we can't take that thing. for granted for granted at all. No, we shouldn't. That's the most limited thing we have. You can buy 99.9% of whatever you can think of right now. But yeah. can you buy time? You can't nope. really buy time. Time, so wasting time on clutter, on life clutter, you know, anything that is like you know, TV or so, or TikTok, like you watch, you watch teenagers dances, like, oh my God, (laughs) the most low level things, those cringy things that came up last, the last couple of years, you should cut them out. And I always say like, um, your future is actually not real. It's just an idea. Are you guaranteed you're living next year? You're not, you know, we, we always wish we, all of us wish to live as, as long as we can. None of us wish to die, but you still see, you still saw, most of us now can remember off the top of our heads, a friend or a family member who died out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. just died, just Mm -hmm. boom, dead. And just their time on earth is gone. Yeah. Did they expect that? No, not, it's not expected, but it just happens just because now you shouldn't be like afraid about, about this or something, but just have this move you, make it move you forward. Like this idea should make you understand that your future is actually not real. It's only an idea. The only real thing you have is the only tangible currency you have is time, which is right now, the current right. moment right now. What are you going to do right now? You want right. to be in better shape? You have right now. You don't have in the next hour. You know, you have no clue what's going to happen the next hour. Like, you know, and me being from Iraq, we've seen a lot of bad things happen where people are walking in the streets and then like in a split of a second, in like the, the tiniest time frame, you see a bomb and just so many people dead and everybody's sad and crying and this guy lost his leg and this, and this these bad things that I wish they never happened again. But my point is like, we that person who died because of a bomb he was he didn't expect that he was you know right. he was just going to the store or something and right. he's just he didn't ex- but it but it happened right so are you really guaranteed that something everything is going to go well tomorrow or after tomorrow no so just just be prepared and just live the most out of life 
-hmm. And, you know, and this also like ties into, you know, you see a lot of people, they say that, hey, I'm depressed or I'm angry or for like the tiniest problem that happened in their in their like day. They go like, oh, oh, my God, this happened. Today's the worst day. Mm -hmm. Like, do you understand there's people who are under like in, in war? They're like there's people with cancer. There's right. people right now that are like begging for another day to live. Right. And you're just you're just mad because of some low level, stupid problem that happened to you. Like, like, wake up. Like, life is beautiful. If you if you can eat, if you can drink, if you can walk, if you can talk. Like, do you see the dead? Like the dead, if they can give you anything for you to give them one day mm -hmm. living this in your body, they would give you anything. They would literally give you everything. So be grateful, be thankful, and be happy. And those problems that happen in your life, why are they affecting you? I have a video. I don't know if you saw that. Like, I bought my first car. And it's like really cool V8, 6.2 liter Challenger. You know those Challengers? I don't know yeah, if you like them, yeah, I, I love them so Yeah, much. I love those cars. American <laughs> cars, amazing muscle cars, right? And they're extinct, going extinct. Like they're not, they're not producing anymore. So I bought one. The, literally the next day, I parked it. The next day, a guy came and just, I didn't know, it's at night. And just wiped everything in black. And got it real messed up and real dirty for me because I parked it in his slot, right? Mm -hmm. And I didn't know. It was just my first day. So I we couldn't find him till now, but literally did not move a, I don't know. I was like, okay, I'm going to go clean it and it's going to be amazing. And I went and I cleaned it and I even made a video about it and how like fine it is literally took it the same day went to a mall and you know got to went to a restaurant mm -hmm. and you know enjoyed the fact that I bought my first car celebrated the fact that I bought my first car and never let a mm -hmm. single because it's energy exchange like he right. was probably mad like do I let this just go in me and make no it's one day it's that one day of me having my first car like enjoy it he he tried to ruin it. Didn't work. Sorry. You got mad. I didn't. I just cleaned it and I'm good. You know, this mm -hmm. is how people should go through life because, you know, you're not guaranteed a second day. Like, come on. Right. Right. And it's funny that you say that, man, because I have a friend of mine that um, that was uh, in Iran during the war. And he is the most positive, you know, high energy functioning person that I know. And I was just like, man, like, what do you believe in? Like, why are you always so happy? Like, you never see him and he's down. And mm -hmm. then he, you know, he talks about, you know, him, his uncle driving and him in the car and him just seeing like a bridge blow up behind him and, oh you know, God. going through all of that turmoil, then moving to India, et cetera. And I was just like, man, like, he's looking at life now, like, man, I could appreciate where I am now, because I know what it's like to not have anything to, you know, see traumatic things to be oh hungry, to not have much, you know? So now he's just like grateful. He doesn't look at, Oh, the trauma is what makes me, he looks at it like, no, I'm blessed to be here. And I'm showing so much gratitude for everything that I have now, you know? Exactly. And so it's like, it's crazy. Cause like in America, right what haunts us is our past 
and what we went through in our past, right? And so we bring up childhood traumas, et cetera, but it's kind of interesting how people on the other side of the world, they don't really look back at the traumas. They more so think about, look at what I have now. I'm healthy. Yeah. I have food in the in the fridge. Nobody's out there shooting. I don't have, you know, nobody's getting bombed. I'm like, you know, and they're more so looking forward. But it's kind of interesting how that mindset is, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So like they call it the little things sometimes. Mm -hmm. I personally call it the huge things, the big things. Well, you know, when they say like appreciate the little things in life. The cup of coffee, the whatever, the whatever. Those are the huge things in life because right. the only time you appreciate your health is when you're sick. The right. only time you appreciate your safety is when you're in a place that is unsafe and you're uncertain about your life and when you or your kids are gonna be in trouble. In mm. trouble. So that's why the like people like us, they ha we have this mindset of like, the life is beautiful. You're right. living safely. You, you and and so people really should use like the internet i right. i always say the internet is like a blessing it's mm -hmm. obviously what the way you use it but if you just use it to kind of broaden your knowledge and learn about the world and see how there's actually people right now like in pl different places on earth and in war they didn't do anything and they're being blown up like right. it's everywhere and it happened in iraq so right People like this, when you see this and then you compare it to your life, you will understand the level of gift God, God gave you. And you will really start wanting to thank that. And you really right. will start appreciating that. And those are not the little things. Right. Those are the big things. Like, why are they the big things? Let's say, you know, someone lost their sight. Do you know there's no money that can replace that? There's nah. literally no money <laughs> that can replace that. Like right. if you were the, the trillionaire on planet Earth, you will still not be able to pull it off. It's just your sight. So now you have sight. You can see me and you can see um, Sherman. This is a blessing. This is a huge thing. This is not the little things in life. But when you lose it, you realize it's, it's actually the huge things in life, right? Mm -hmm. So we are already given huge gifts and... There is happiness in appreciating these things. There is happiness. There is joy. Because mm -hmm. every single moment you live, <clears throat> you have one point of focus. You can't focus on two things at a time. And so throughout your day, you know, if most of your thoughts are related to gratitude, are related to, you know, looking at what you have and just being grateful and then trying to improve on it, become better, stronger, healthier, right? Mm -hmm. You will become so much happier. And since you have one point of focus, you your life will be just better because the other the other things that were making you sad and the bad friends and the bad thoughts and you complaining, if you right. just get rid of that and, and just replace that in that one place of focus, you just put those gratitude and the good things in life, your life will just become better. And the cool thing about this is that the more you think of something, the more it manifests. Right. And the more you think of something, the more it grows. You know, some people say focus is the actual, like it's one of the biggest, most powerful secrets of life. Literally just focus. Like you sitting right now can right. achieve can achieve success in anything by just directing your focus for right. a long period of time on right. that thing. If you focus a lot, 
if you live, if you try to cut out everything and just focus on like that best version of you and how you could, you know, get there, you will start getting there because the more you focus on something, the more it'll control your actions. It'll control what you do. Literally, you will start, you know, watching content about what you're thinking about on YouTube. And then, you know, this opens new opportunities and then you may end up meeting someone or you may, you know, so these things, they they always start with the thoughts. They start with like what you're thinking, what you're doing. Your actions are dependent on your thoughts. So thinking about, you know, that bad thing that happened to you yesterday, that mm -hmm. low level thing that happened that really does not deserve your anger and does not deserve your, you know, you becoming in bad mood. Thinking about this thing is really how you burn what you have on earth, which is time. You have only, you have only so many time, so much right. time on earth. So right. if you're going to waste that on these things, I mean, you know, you're, you're a loser at this point. So <laughs> no, yeah. that's, that's real, man. Like you really got to look at it like that. Like we can't really, okay. you know, the only thing that we could change is like what we're doing right now at this moment to actually help out our future. You know, there's nothing to change about the past. It's, you know, it's the end, et cetera. But it takes a lot of mental discipline to be able to see it that way, you know? Yeah. It's a lot so of mental discipline. The cool, thing, the cool thing. So what can we do? Like if there's one takeaway, you guys, out of this podcast for everybody, mm -hmm. we need to use what we have to the fullest to achieve that. So right. all of us right now, let's think, all of our viewers, let's think and listeners, of what is the best version of me? What do I want to become right now? Okay. List five to 10 things that you really want out of life. And I'm sure this is going to include health, wealth, and relationship. Those three things usually are included in your list. So after you list all these things and think about them, open your eyes and go to your Instagram and go to your TikTok and go to your YouTube and anything you use, podcasts, anything you use. And cut out everything that is not within those points or does not get you because it's thoughts. It starts with focus and thoughts and the content you're consuming. If you're consuming, you know, dancing for freaking like videos on TikTok or jokes or, you know, those things that are just low level, they will not get you there. So right. cut them out and instead, instead start following people that can can help you reach there or give you advice about or in at that level right the level you want to achieve whether it's finance relationship health anything start following these people and mm -hmm. just indulge your brain in their content because this is this is something i've done by the way like i i like eight years ago or something we couldn't have had this conversation because i i, I was zero in english like literally zero mm-hmm what I did is that I just cut out everything and I just started, this was one of my goals. I wanted to become fluent in English. I started just following people who's, you know, following vloggers on YouTube that just, that are English in the UK or the United States. You know, I was following all these channels and all these like influencers and by just focusing on their content and trying to translate everything they say and everything, I literally improved my language and now I'm able to talk. And a lot right. of people sometimes, 
you know, when I talk to them from the U.S., my U.S. friends, they tell me, are you really from Iraq? Are you not born in the United States? Because your accent does not have like some people recognize that I am not from the U.S., but some people don't just because, you know, they think I got to a good level in English. So my point is I only got there because I controlled my focus. I mm-hmm. controlled the content that I'm consuming and the things that I'm seeing. So you too, like go right now to Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everything. Cut out the clutter, and the you know the clutter. We right. you know that you know what's you know what's dragging you down. We we don't we don't we we don't have to talk about it. Like you know right now, everybody watching and listening knows what's actually not moving the needle for them in the content they're consuming. Get rid of that. And instead, replace that with content that is going to just move you forward. By doing this simple step, you're 10 miles closer to that best version of you. Just because it's all a matter of the thoughts you think about, about and the content you consume and the things that you see and your input. Your input controls your output. Your input controls your outcome. You know, the things you see, the things you listen to, the things things you watch, they control your actions. So by just watching those successful people on Instagram, YouTube, whatever, by just consuming the content that represents the best version of you will actually manifest that best version of you as soon as possible. Damn. That's amazing, man. And I like that because you you make me want to call my mentor. I got to write that down. Because she always said you have to free up your mental real estate and, you know, yeah. like make sure that your mind is clear, you know? So oh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's amazing, bro. Cause I say yeah. now, like I don't indulge in certain things that I carelessly indulged in thinking that I need to indulge in it. And now I'm just like, you know what? Now nah, I'm going to protect my mental. I'm not going to do certain things. Me I'm not going to partake in certain things. And it's, it's, it's serious. Like, it's not like, Oh no, we can no, no, I'm not doing no, it. no, no. No, you realize <laughs> you realize this is actually a currency. Like you realize if you spend it's literally like going to a store and buying things you don't need. Literally right. the same thing. And right. and then when you look back, when you develop this habit, I've myself developed it. But so when I look back at myself, let's say, you know, seven years ago. And I see how I was wasting my time with bad friends mm-hmm. and, you know, things that don't don't get me to the best version of me. And TV, literally, I was sitting right. watching TV. The most dumb thing you can do is just <laughs> sit and let them put things in your head, literally. Mm-hmm. So I, so when you when you get to that perspective, like you go like, really, like this was me, like this is how I how, how I used to operate. And this is what you should, what should every, everybody should start working on. Like guys start just consuming the things that move you forward and cut out everything else. And by time you will realize that not cutting out everything else earlier was the biggest mistake you've done. So this is what we should all work on. Right. Right. Solid, man. Super solid, bro. So yeah, man. Thank you, bro. This has been very insightful. I've learned a lot. You know, I feel like, you know, I feel like this is like, this is something that I preach often when it comes to mindsets and like really controlling your environment, really controlling what you put into your mind, controlling everything, and also just making the right choice, you know? 
Exactly, exactly. And, you know, for all of us watching here, like always watch this podcast and things like this, because this is one of the things that move you forward. Like this podcast and having such, you know, such a beautiful conversation about self-development. If you watch these all the time, they will start affecting your your actions. So the militant grind, there's a lot of podcasts and cool things out there. Just, you know, surround yourself with these things because this, these things are the ones that that move you forward in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, for sure. So Bilal, where can people find you if they want to reach you? Um, what are some of the best ways to source you? Yeah, so I help people mindset-wise to, you know, basically the things we talk about, I get you dialed in for like, seriously, if you want to take your life to the next level, I have my Elite Mindset program. I also have a fitness program to help people get in better shape for sure, not mm-hmm. bullshit. So if you don't, if you're like, ah, I'm going to give it a try, no. If you're going to join my program, I'll turn you to a beast or unless if you don't listen to me, I'll cut you out. You need to listen to me. I need to do everything I say. But generally, yeah, you can find me. You can talk to me. I'm available on Instagram and TikTok under the same handle, which is my last name, my first name. So my last name, Altcredi, my first name, Bilal. So if we do the, um, if we spell it for you, Altcredi, A-L-T-I-K-R-I-T-I, and then B-I-L-A-L. All that all together is my handle on Instagram and TikTok. Man, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Bilal, for sharing your story, sharing your insights, and giving us a lot of gems on the Militant Grind podcast, man. I really appreciate it, bro. This has been awesome. Thank you very much. And it's such a pleasure meeting you, Sherman. Likewise, man. So yeah, have a good rest of your day. Have a good rest of your weekend. Enjoy the weather out there. And let's see how I could come out there pretty soon, man. Let me know when you're here. <laughs> let's have a coffee. Okay, for sure. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. Take care. You too.